This is a News Laundry podcast, and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू अनादर एपिसोड ऑफ हफ्ता एंड आफ्टर लॉन्ग टाइम ऑल द पार्टिसिपेंट्स ऑफ हफ्ता आर इन आर स्टूडियो नो वन इज जॉइनिंग लास्ट टाइम थ्री मंथ गो सो थैंक यू टू आर गेस्ट फॉर कमिंग टू द स्टूडियो सो लेट मी फर्स्ट इंट्रोड्यूस आर गेस्ट हु आर नॉट आर न्यूज लॉन्ड्री रेगुलर्स अनुराग माइनस वर्मा वी विल गेट टू वाइट्स माइनस Uh, he's an author, poet, filmmaker, and host of the immensely popular Anurag Minus Sharma podcast. I don't know whether you've heard it. Do check it out. The link is in the show notes below. He also writes opinion pieces that get regularly published. Uh, he has been published by the Hindu and in the print, and in fact, his piece in the print that went in this week we shall discuss. Because while I, I get when it was written, I disagree with a few things. So we shall discuss that. Because of course, I'm also an uncle. So it's it's expected. I, I disagree with some of it. Uh, also joining us is Nirupama Subramanyam. She's a national was or is was. was the national editor, strategic affairs for the Indian Express. She's had a long and and uh, accomplished innings in journalism uh, of almost over three decades. Uh, she's worked with the Times of India, Hindu, Sunday Observer, India Today. Uh, she's covered South Asia, has reported from Sri Lanka and Pakistan. and she writes on foreign policy and national security you can see some of her pieces that are in the show notes below the links uh which the the particular one that we will talk about is the one you read on the bio the takeaways from brics expansion and that's one of the things we'll talk about brics so thank you both for coming in the studio is our regular vakil saab advocate general anand hello Manisha Pandey. Hi. Raman Kripal, Agent Chief. Hi. And I'm Abhinandan Sekri. In case you guys are wondering why I call him Advocate General, he is a um, law student. He is a law student, but <laughs> other than being a law student, he teaches kids how to become IAS. So he's okay. Responsible for whatever happens to the country to, in 20 to, to years. To the upcoming from, generations of civil servants. Yes. Or ones who are already there. No, the ones who are still. No, who are aspiring to be there. Aspiring. aspiring to, he's to he's be. teaching them. Okay. So I was telling him that they should must be one. Class on having a sense of humor. Very rare to get a civil servant with a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he's going to be a lawyer. So soon, okay. mm. he'll be taking care of all our legal cases, and they're significant amounts. Before we get into the headlines, I'd like to remind you to subscribe and pay to keep news free. Uh, our documentary on Monu Manesar, I think, is going to go live this weekend. While you're listening to this, I am a little dismayed to note that we did not make our uh target of 3 lakh which i thought our subscribers will easily top up while we are recording this we are still at about 2 and a half lakh uh, 6 lakh is a target sorry do remember documentaries like this are made with great resources risk time and while the filmmakers have collaborated with us we're doing the post production they've given everything to us they haven't given us a amount and we've just figured that this should be an amount that should compensate their months of work of a crew of 3 or 4 so i hope those of you who haven't contributed yet will contribute to the sena project and i think to the best of my knowledge the sena project of ridesh joshi himalayan blunders yeah it is we are at 372 thousand. the target is for like 35000 ridesh spent about 15 days in the mountains yeah. about five stories are already up yes. uh, and you've seen those and you saw the visuals from kullu ridesh is one of the finest environmental journalists in the country and because you guys could make this money available he was able to go travel 
do ground reports which are increasingly rare and on environments to chodi do uh, but i hope you guys can top this up those of you who have contributed thank you so much those of you who haven't and can afford to please do and those of you who haven't and can't afford to convince your uh, better off friends relatives uncle auntie mummy papa what i do is when my friends are a few drinks down because i made them all download uh, the news laundry app i just pick up the app i take their wallet i enter it and next morning they realize they've contributed 10000 rupees for a good cause you can do that also no hangover also because of that no hangover also so uh, on that note uh, manisha please can we have the headlines yes so let me start off on this brics summit that happened where we have added so many people where um, prime minister modi was telling this one gentleman that we've landed on the south pole of china i think he galti se had a slip of tongue also he said south pole china instead of like <laughs> the moon so nitin pai who is i think the founder of takshila uh, and he he's been on the hafta i, I saw his tweet it said brics is pointless its expansion is the expansion of pointlessness what do you think of that so the main thing about these groups is how you you know how you manage your contradictions how you manage your differences and how you uh, you may uh, still have differences at the end of every summit but you know if you present a united kind of uh, front for some kind of action now brics doesn't have much action to speak about which is where you know there is that skepticism about it and that's a valid skepticism it was basically these uh, these were all supposed to be emerging uh, economies that were going to be really powerful economies in the in the coming years but brazil didn't live up to that uh think to that projection russia is also kind of tanked now uh south africa has also not lived up to its potential so india and china are the only two countries that in the brics grouping have have lived up to that earlier expectation that these are going to sort of this is how the world is going to shift for a country like uh, saudi which is you know having tensions right now with the us you know this is it it gives a chance to say okay look here guys i mean uh, to joe biden that you you uh, didn't care for me when uh, you know my uh, refineries were being attacked by houthi rebels in uh, from yemen i you know i can do my own stuff i can strut my stuff you know i'm powerful enough uh, there are other groups where i can join But so are you is it just about saying ki bhai dekho you don't want to invite me to your party so i'll have my real party but actually everyone in this party is also dying to be in that party ye bhi to that no no so they can say no, we don't care is... but do we really not care so i think for this grouping china would definitely want to see it as a counterweight to g7 so you know as a counterweight to west and if you look at the expansion also i was pretty surprised that iran and saudi are in the same group and i was reading a little bit about how china has been trying to help them mend relationships yeah so china argentina also ally of you know again came to help uh, china yeah. came to their help so the expansion also seems to be driven by china and their heft in the world that they can get these countries on the same block to counterweight the west correct g7 which is which leaves india in a strange position because i don't think india wants to imagine brics as an anti west or a you know you also got this impression from the media reports that modi had taken the initiative uh, 
of uh, you know asking uh, you know rest of the members that we should have more members is it true Uh, no, I think that's the impression you no, get I, from the media reports. More Chinese diplomacy, I think. I think it's basically China pushed for the expansion, and India has been kind of cautious about the expansion. I'd like to remind you to subscribe and pay to keep news free. Uh, our documentary on Monu Manesar, I think, is going to go live this weekend. While you're listening to this, I am a little dismayed to note that we did not make our uh target of 3 lakh which i thought our subscribers will easily top up while we are recording this we are still about 2 and a half lakh 6 lakh is a target sorry do remember documentaries like this are made with great resources risk time and while the filmmakers have collaborated with us we're doing the post production they've given everything to us they haven't given us a amount and we've just figured that this should be an amount that should compensate their months of work of a crew of 3 or 4 so i hope those of you who haven't contributed yet will contribute to the sena project and i think to the best of my knowledge the sena project of ridesh joshi himalayan blunders yeah it is we are at 372 372000 the target is for like 35000 ridesh spent about 15 days in the mountains about five stories are already up yes uh, and you've seen those and you saw the visuals from kullu ridesh is one of the finest environmental journalists in the country and because you guys could make this money available he was able to go travel do ground reports which are increasingly rare and on environment to chodi do uh but i hope you guys can top this up coming to um you know this whole education um, piece there were some ghastly images and videos that came out of muzaffarnagar so whole conversation is opened up about what is the kind of environment that our schools and colleges have so that is basically what we're discussing so anurag make your point you know what do you think this tells us about the general state of education in much of of india and i know you specifically have mentioned small town small india town, is unique yeah. Yeah. in its attitudes like this A small towns and mostly these uh, low like schools which have low fees as compared to these schools where fees are high and parents are also from certain background so i was just pointing out a certain kind of uh, class background as well in that so uh, and and then the corporal idea of corporal punishment like i was connecting with it with my memories like there were several form of um, corporal punishment which started increasing like some you know rodies kind of an episode <laughs> so that kind of uh, uh, culture was there in in certain kind of schools obviously in in places where fees are high it it might might not happen i don't know much about it but i i i'm sure and and the thing was about that keep uh, in in those towns and places where i grew up um the parents often go to the school and say that aap bacche ko maarte kyun nahi why are you so lenient what i get is that there is there seems to be suggestion that there is a a, a huge um it's like a strict teacher is a bad thing i i'm not sure that's what was you know intended but it but also at a time like this because when you try to discuss the other extreme it can appear that you're defending tripathi which you're not doing i think what she did as an isolated incident it's disgusting i don't think she deserves to be in a school she doesn't deserve to be around children i don't think she deserves to be in a civilized society i think it's shocking you got to have a really warped sick mind but the thing is even children have warped sick mind because when we were in school 
it was not unusual to you know carry out corporal punishments like kids were do to kids worse than our teachers were do to kids now in that environment the only ankush was the teacher and the stricter the teacher the more scared you are now there's that extreme i find in today's day and age that may also because uncles feel are hamare zamane mein aisa tha do you think when something like this happens that extreme of children are not scared of anything also is is a worry or you don't think that's that's just an elite cocoon that feels that most of india doesn't experience that molly coddling of children my point is making um this form of violence as a primary teaching method hmm. so that's where i have problem like And this and you think that is unique to india small town it is very much accepted like the kind of images that i saw that video hmm. um that is everyday image in in these uh, these schools in located in these villages or these towns because the problem is that when we make teacher as a as a uh, like a sacred kind of an entity who has all kind of power then we have to also understand that in in these places these teacher don't come from any kind of formal training training in these you know empathy or like the identity their prejudices then their become prejudice much become bigger much bigger and the second thing is that teaching for them is not something that they really aspire for it is for something they might have failed in something so they are choosing te- teaching as a job and they are not really you know it's it's not their first choice so there is one thing of corporal punishment now my you know parents went to convent elite schools and they would very say ki ha wo irish nuns and brothers cane you and whatever caning was normal this is not caning or this is madness you are beating why are you beating a student in fourth standard and these students have injuries yeah they come back home with bruises you're choking someone so this is and i think it's because a there is no absolutely no bar no kind of training on how you become a teacher you need to i think be trained behaviorally if you want to be in charge of a school or uh, in charge of a classroom with children, impressionable age yeah add to that i think with this incident what is troubling is so psychos have taken over okay but they are just going to be psychotic towards everyone add to this this identity thing that now these people will specifically target or say things about a muslim or a dalit a lot of uh, say pop sociology would come into it when you discuss this incident mm. so uh, i think both in all three incidents the common factor is that the teacher seems to have proceeded from a sense of Uh, say propriety that she is doing mm, the right thing whether it, it was in jammu school okay why you write a religious slogan in on a, in mm. a, on a school board mm. so the action right mm. the reaction to it is not right mm. also in this incident why you have not learned the tables action mm. right but what they are not trained to is how do you deal with that no they may be having all kinds of stereotypes and prejudices about a community you cannot take it from them but uh, in in public space you don't have to do this that that is so that filter is missing that so filter is missing so sh- i was doing a story on midday mail uh, so i just uh, you know ask this children if they get midday meal so they said ki yahan se milta hai and they showed me the register and in that register each one of them had put a uh, thumb. thumb impression 
पांचवी क्लास के बच्चे थे तो मैंने कहा यार ये वाई खान थे साइन इट सो अपेरेंटली दैट विलेज वॉज यू नो इट बिलोंग टू शेड्यूल खास एंड द टीचर वॉज पंडित ब्राह्मण ही इंश्योर डेट दीज चिल्ड्रन नेवर दे आर नॉट एबल टू रीड एंड राइट एंड दैट वेर इट ही गेट दैट मैसेज फ्रॉम फ्रॉम द महाभारत दैट यू विल टेक द थम ऑफ द ट्राइबल चाइल्ड सो दैट ही कैन नॉट बीट योर क्षत्रिय चाइल्ड Satvik also has something on lunar mission there so we have so clearly a lot of criticism I've got on on this I would say I still haven't changed my position I will explain why in a little bit but since we've heard our views I don't know with Anandos there let me start with your views you know Nirupama and Anuragnama you go first like what are you let's keep it completely open whether it is good bad proud not proud did you shop up champagne did you yeah india's arrived like what is your reaction or did you say that how do you not appreciate go to pakistan <laughs> <coughs> no i think it was a great achievement mm-hmm. and i agree with some of the email writers that uh, this is a good boost for science at a time that you know the whole business of scientific temper has been undermined so much at that time for india to have achieved this is a good achievement it's it's a great thing to put something on the morale boost ho gaya hamara it's 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 a big morale booster for people who who believe in science there is a dearth of pure science enthusiasts even in the stem pool in india so they are either going to engineering or applied field so this is moon mission is something that blends both engineering and pure science so mm. i think uh, that's a good boost also mm, uh, the f- fuel factor the mineral exploration and uh, mm, all there are debates which are not new when india set up the predecessor of uh, isro in 50s and 60s so we, uh, the nehru government was also subjected to a lot of criticism and vikram mm. saravai had a lot yeah. a lot of consultations and he came to the conclusion that india is not a country which can uh, can afford to not have a, a space mission and i think it's deeply alarming that what tech billionaires are doing to societies and the kind of power they have modi ji can keep saying that he stopped the war but the us government is actually talking to elon musk because they needed the starlink for ukraine the guys who are building web 3.0 this alternative reality that we live in rather than physical is you know computer tech and uh, elon musk's idiotic idea want to go to mars is an idiotic idea it is a billionaires zid hai ji meri aukat hai main jaunga why are those engineers not as wonderful as our rescue engineers i'm just asking is is their pursuit less noble than going to the moon fundamental research versus i don't know bunch of billionaires who are getting together to maybe profited from it not profit yeah. from it, or maybe also certain sense of vanity in it i don't think politicians can make the whole chandrayaan thing to be chest thumping and india has arrived amritkal but the fundamental reason for doing it is not vanity it is driven by pure fundamental research so I, mean, I, I, i just appropriated I, it is different i, I, yeah, I just politicians use it yeah. and it's become a political also, thing and i just think the the the, the, the uh, object who is internalizing that vanity is different but it is vanity nonetheless bas muft mein itna ich milega for the full uncut podcast subscribe to news laundry and pay to keep news free 
The best way to listen to the Hafta and indeed all our podcasts is through the News Laundry app. You can download the app by clicking on the links given in the show notes. So do download our app and get the best podcast experience. And also pay for news and support a new news media ecosystem that News Laundry is trying to encourage where we are accountable to you because we run on contributions that you make. We don't take government ads, we don't take corporations ads so that news serves the public because when the public pays the public is served. Subscribe to News Laundry, click on the link in the show notes below and proudly say I pay to keep news free.